the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry with Pastor Randy Draper. Mythology would have us believe that there is a fountain of youth. Scripture tells us that we can live long days if we just honor our parents. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be what? Long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Why in the world would someone not want the Ten Commandments posted with words such as these? Amen? We've been preaching in this portion of scripture for a few weeks now and uh, because it is so needful in the time in which we live. Honor thy father and thy mother is today's subject from this particular verse. But the question comes to children, how do we honor our parents? That's the question we want to ask today. The Bible says, honor your father and your what? Mother. And then you may say, well, how do you do that? We don't want to leave you wondering, how do you do that? Number one, you honor your parents when you speak well of them, even when you do not get what you want. (laughs) Or even when your parents are wrong. You speak well of them, even when you do not get what you want, or your parents are wrong. You're to still speak well of your parents. You're to never belittle your parents. You're never to scold your parents. You're to never do those kinds of things. Your parents are not perfect. Amen? They ought to be forgiven. And it's, it's kind of quiet here today. We get saying loud. The word we get quiet because it's going to cut. <laughs> And right on King Jesus. Parents are not always right. Won't we parents say amen? Amen. Parents are not perfect either. Amen. Amen. Parents make mistakes. Amen. Parents sometimes misunderstand. All of those things are there that never gives you a right. Never gives you a right to speak in a way that shames them or belittle them or to hurt them or to just grieve their hearts. You are out of the will of God when you do such things, regardless of your age. Secondly, how do you honor your parents? I'm so glad you're asking these questions. You be polite to them. Be polite to them. 
you ought to be polite. You talk with them with respect. You ought to be able to share your heart. Even when you share your heart, you ought to do it respectfully. Amen. You're you're not to raise your voice to your parents. Amen. Not to raise your voice to your parents. You don't point your fingers at your parents. Amen. You may lose a finger. (laughs) You don't do that. And you don't sash your parents. You don't cuss your parents. You don't talk down to your parents. You do not disrespect your parents in the home nor in public. Are we understood? Honor. That's honor. Honor. You dishonor your parents when you're not polite. How do you honor your parents? Here's how you do it. You obey instructions the first time without having to be told a second time. Did y'all understand? How many of y'all confused on that? <laughs> you ought to be the first time. Didn't you hear me? You heard? Move! First time. First time. First time is honoring. Y'all to ask you something five times later and you still, well, well, nothing. First time. Train yourself, discipline yourself to be a first-time child. A first-time child. Say first-time child. You know, that's regardless of age. My mother asked me something. I obey even at my age, first time. Amen. First time. It, It doesn't say once you get 21 or once you get 41 or 61, you are to obey first. Say first time. Some of you children are hard of hearing. Maybe you got too much, your ears stopped up. And some of y'all going deaf because you got too many of them boom boxes and things in your ears. Y'all parents ought to be saying amen. Now here's another, how do you honor your parents? Don't lie to them or own them. Don't lie to your parents. Some children will look parents straight in the face. Mama, I didn't do it. Mama, you know I wouldn't do that. And lie. You don't lie to your parents. Be sure your sins will find you out. What's done in secret will be shouted from a rooftop. You will be found out. Amen. That makes it tough too. Lying or not, parents lying or not be tolerated in your home. Lying, lying. And, and then some of these children are getting lying from the parents. That's the other side of it. Some of you parents are teaching children how to lie. They call, tell them I'm not home. What you mean? You t- <laughs> now come on, get off of it. You tell him, lying, lying, and uh, lying about going to work, then you're sick when you're not. I said, ooh, uh, 
Amen. We need to stop lying. Lying is a sin. Some of y'all lie so much that they don't even bother you. Won't y'all say amen? Honor your father and mother. What does it mean? It means to have the right attitude toward your parents. The right attitude. Uh, Your attitude is what God is watching. Also, your attitude. Not just what you say, your attitude. Sometimes they say, your parents say, sit down, but in your heart you're standing up. (laughs) You're sitting, but you're standing. (laughs) I'm sitting here. (laughs) But all, but you grumbling and mumbling all in your heart. If your parents just heal your heart, have the right attitude towards your parents. And then number six, listen, to respect our father and mother as mature and independent children is to honor them. Speaking to, to children who are grown now and out of the house, you're still to respect them. Even though you, you, you leave mother and father and cleave to, to your spouse, you still honor your parents but you just don't hold on to apron string any longer. Amen. Every time you, you have a problem, you don't run home to mama. Amen. I'm in San Antonio. My parents are in Houston. Every time I have a difficulty, I don't say, oh, daddy, oh, daddy, daddy, give me some money. I need to be giving him some money. Amen. Some of y'all 50 still begging your parents, still juicing them. When are you going to grow up? Amen. By now, you ought to, you gray-headed, still asking. Or dyed-headed, or whatever. <laughs> or bald-headed. Okay, I feel mean. All right. So all of us included, right? <laughs> Amen. You know, your children need to grow up. Need to grow up. We're to honor and respect our parents even as we grow in age and in grace, though it may be tough, it may take its toll on us. We must come to the aid of our elderly parents. Also, you'll not get tired of serving your elderly parents. There was a time when they served you when you couldn't change your diaper. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you threw up on them. We, we all did, didn't you? Did everything to them. They took care of business. You didn't know yourself. But they took care of you. And then parents get Alzheimer's and difficulties and things. And society is so quick to throw folk away. You know, just in our way. But you know, you're to honor them. And God will bless you because of what you're doing for your elderly parents. Greetings and welcome to the Maranatha Bible Church broadcast ministry with Pastor Rander Draper. Have you ever wondered why, after doing your very best as a parent, your kids oftentimes choose to go down the wrong path? Don't be discouraged. God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with His children, Adam and Eve. Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the series on the Ten Commandments. He will be speaking from the subject, Honor Thy Father and Mother. Now let me transition as we deal with honoring parents, at label this a word of caution to parents. Turn to Ephesians 6, 4. We've been talking from the child's end. Now let's talk from the parents' end. Amen? Okay? Because there's two sides to it, isn't it? I mean, 
The children are to honor the parents, but the parents have responsibility toward the children. Okay? So it's not a one-sided message. It's a balanced message. So, so you kids, you'll see the balance in this. A word of caution to the parents. Ephesians 6, 4 says, And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Don't provoke them. Don't irritate them. Don't exasperate them, is what it's saying. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Which means, parents, we must not exasperate our children by using our authority to abuse, but to encourage and build them up. So it says, don't provoke them. How can a parent provoke his child? That's the question. How can a parent provoke his child? Uh, 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 Provoke your children. How, how, How can you provoke your children? Number one, this is critical because we want to raise balanced children. Amen. Number one, pushing them beyond their limits, which is to get a child to perform beyond their abilities. You will exasperate them. Pushing them beyond their what? Limits, which is to get a child to perform beyond their abilities. You know, if your child is not an A student and you're trying to assist it, you make all it. I mean, now they may be. Now, there's one thing if they, if they have that ability and don't do it. But it's another thing if they don't have that ability and you're trying to make them something they're not. Or whatever. I'm just using that as an analogy, but it could, it could come in any area. Uh, don't push them beyond their limits. In order to do that, you have to know your child. You have to know your child. Pushing them beyond their limits, uh, getting them performed beyond their capabilities, you will exasperate them. They can throw up their hands. They just say, you know what? I just can't. Secondly, having too high of an expectation of your child. Having too high of an expectation of your child will will exasperate or provoke them to many times rage, cause them to do things that they wouldn't normally do because they, they feel so exasperated. So having to have an expectation of them. I got two key things under this. Listen closely. Having to have an, of an expectation of them, then you must prayerfully ask the Lord to grow them into their full potential. This is how you not have to have an expectation of them. Prayerfully ask the Lord to grow them into their what? Full potential. We as parents should seek wisdom and patience in guiding them to their full potential. Okay? Okay? Prayerfully ask the Lord to grow them into their what kind of potential? Full potential. Because God knows their potential. We as parents should seek wisdom from the Lord and patience from the Lord in guiding them into their full potential. And guiding them as we are led by the Spirit. Second thing I want to say about this is, listen, there is nothing wrong with with having great expectations from your child. Nothing wrong. I'm just saying too high of an expectation. You see what I'm saying? Too high of an expectation. You ought to expect something out of your child. You ought to expect great things out of your child. 
Amen. There's nothing wrong with expecting great things for your child. However, we should allow God room to move in their lives. Okay. God knows that child's timing. Some children are early bloomers. Some children are late bloomers. But you ought to speak in faith on your child, even if they are uh, low achievers or if they have low self-esteem or if they're not doing too well academically, you still ought to speak greatness. That's all right. God's going to use you greatly. You're going to be a wonderful young man. God has a plan for your life. And I can't see I can't wait to see what God is going to do with you and through you, even though they are struggling then. Are y'all hanging with me? You ain't caught up. No, no, no. You ain't going to add up to nothing. Yeah, yeah, you dumb. You don't ever call a child dumb. You don't call you stupid. You don't call them you idiot. Your parents do that? Listen, parents, you're doing your children no favor. They'll get that from the schools. They'll get that in the streets. Don't, don't, don't help the world out. The home ought to be a place of refuge. The home ought to be a place of encouragement. The home ought to be a place of of nurturing. The home ought to be a place of sensitivity. Sensitivity. The home ought to be a place of freedom. Freedom. And so there's nothing wrong with expecting great things for your child. However, we should allow we should also allow God room to move in their lives. Just when you think you had wits in and you can't go another further, God is God will step in and do. And there are great folk who had horrible beginnings. Amen. There are great folk who've messed up in their early lives, done some silly things or some regretful things, and yet God somehow mysteriously restored for years the locusts have eaten. Only God can do that. Only God can take a child off drugs. You don't hear what I'm talking about. Only God can get a child out of jail and make them walk straight from then on. Only God can change the rebellious heart. God. Oh, y'all hanging with me? A word of caution to parents. Help me, Holy Ghost. You fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Thirdly, number three, being too controlling and not releasing the reins as they mature can exasperate your child. Number three, being too what? Controlling and not releasing the reins as they what? Mature. In other words, as a child matures, parents must guide them into their decisions instead of making decisions for them. Okay? The younger they are, the more decisions you have to make for them because they're too young to make certain kinds of decisions. You understand? Are y'all walking with me? Amen. But now... When a child gets 10, you will not have to treat them like they're five. Amen. And when a child gets 15, you don't treat them like they're 10. And when they get 20, you don't treat them like they're 12. 
as a child matures, parents must not make decisions for them, but guide them into their decision. Because after a while, one of these days they're going to leave the nest and got to make decisions. So if you're not guiding them in that process, what do they do when they're out of the house? If you made them all for them, not all of a sudden they can't even function. Do you understand what I'm saying? You want functional children. So as a child matures, parents must guide them. God, give them guidance. Say, you know what? I would not do this because, you know what? I've been there. You know what? I see something in this. Or maybe you say, they, they come up with a wrong decision. You say, you know what? I believe you need to go back and revisit that. Or you might say, you know what? You need to rethink that. Or you might need to tell them, why don't you go pray about that and let's come back and see what God is up to in that. You see, you, you're taking that child back to God, causing them to hear God so that when they're out of that house, they can walk with the Lord and you can be at peace knowing that, you know what? They got that guided experience when they were in the home. Fourthly, listen, how do you provoke a child? By always finding the negative and never focusing on the positive. That will exasperate, that provokes a child. Always finding the negative and never focusing on the what? Positive. They can make all A's and one B, but you made a B. That's bad, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just using that as an analogy. The child cleans the room and they're proud of himself, but look, you left that spot right there. Did you say, did you say you, oh, but you know what I did? Like you did that so well. Now can, but the next time, can you, can you work on this a little bit more? That's, that's a little bit different, isn't it? In other words, my, clean the whole room. But yeah, you, look at that spot right there. You missed that. Couldn't you see that? But that's all you saw. Are y'all listening? I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> I think you're thinking. <laughs> It is important that we not focus on the negative. There are some, listen, sometimes you might look hard, but you need to find those positive things because you're not going to get, you're going you're gonna to reap more negative consequences by always finding all that that person is not doing. Sometimes you have to look hard to find something, but look. How do you provoke a child to wrath? Number five, by showing favoritism. By the showing of favoritism, put one child over the other, one child always getting by and the other child always getting a hammer laid on, you know, and, you know, a lot of these children, they grow up and they regret because mama had her pick, daddy had his picks and children are wise enough to know what's going on. They're wise enough to know. Yeah. Now you, you can't treat every child the same because they're all different. They have different makeups, but you can't be fair. But it can't be fair. Amen? Amen. Favoritism. Man, that, that makes a child. That hurts. So it seems to be guilty of that. So we have to guard against that. Number six, his one parent is quite sensitive, but it, this is what the Lord gave me. And I, I have to say it because that's, this grows a healthy church. You know, when, I, when the Lord lead me to preach, the, the word of God. I don't preach based on whether folk like it or not. If I did that, I'd have said out a long time ago. I've been preaching since 79. I learned long enough by now. You can't say what the folk want to hear. 
You don't preach it regardless of their faces or what they think. You just say the truth as given by the Spirit. God's going to get you. And if they can't receive it, God's going to get them. Here's another one. How do you exasperate a child? Listen, by trying to living our dreams through our child's life. Did you get that one? Living our dreams through our what? Child's life. In other words, you said, what are you saying? Trying to get your child to do something that you couldn't do. Amen. Or trying to get your child to be something that you couldn't be. And you're going to make sure that they do that. And that, that's going to bring you satisfaction because you couldn't do it. And you want them to do it. And you're going to live your dreams through them. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a big one. So you pressurize them and you put them in the cooker and you put all these expectations and you do this and you do that. And you are hurting instead of helping. Living our dreams through our child's life. Trying to get your child to do something that you would not do when you had the time. Or perhaps you tried, but you just couldn't do. Maybe circumstances or whatever it is. You have to let the Lord develop that child's life. After all, when you give your child to the Lord, the Lord knows what to do with the child. Amen? Because bottom line, we don't know what we do. He knows what he's doing. You give them to the Lord and you seek the Lord for guidance and wisdom. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.